Kemu Drapes, Episode 3, Saga of the Immortal Sari. Sari is timeless. The history of her story dates back to the Vedas, oldest scripture known to mankind. The excavations from Indus Valley are proof that Sari-like drape was prevalent then. Men and women in the figurines and coins from that era wore unstitched cotton cloth waist down, pleated and tucked at the back very much like the Kasha-style sari, leaving the legs and hands free. Relics are a proof that women during that time left their upper torso bare. Historical records show that this style of clothing was common to Egypt, Sumer and Assyria. With our invasion of India came the term Vastra. The wrap which covered the legs came to be known as Nivi. Mythological epics later mentioned Kanchuki, a piece of cloth which covered the upper part of the body of the women. In Kalidasa's writings, he mentioned Uttrasanga or Kuparasika, a tight-fitting cloth band covering women's chest. All the great work of these times wrote about three main pieces of women's apparel, the Nivi, Uttarasanga and a stole or shawl-like garment called the Uttariya. In the epic ages or till much later Puranic ages, women did not cover their head as a traditional or religious requirement. The Barahat and Sanchi scriptures show women of all classes wearing the Nivi just below their waist and for the first time we see the drapes pleated in the front in the Vikacha style. Between 2nd century BC to 1st century AD, Nivi and Uttaraya merged to form a single garment called the sari. As mentioned in the Pali literature, this served the purpose of two garments in one piece. The Indian women, influenced by the fashion sense of the Greeks and Persian invaders, started wearing their flowing and ornamental fabrics gathered at the shoulder and wasted by a belt or kamarban. Persians introduced the art of stitching into India. Women began to wear short stitched jackets. Mathura and Caves of Ajanta bear proof of women wearing such stitched apparels to cover their upper torso. Eventually, these jackets became tighter and significantly more compact and were named Cholis. The sari and Choli evolved very slowly through the ages. Sari, the garment which is considered as quintessentially Indian, has been actually influenced by many cultures. Mughal period's gift to the sari evolution journey was the pallu. As required by Mughal rulers, all women had to cover their head. Hence, the pallu came to be as it served the purpose. The sari form we see today consisting of a 6 to 9 yards cloth draped around the waist across the torso and over the shoulder and worn with a blouse and petticoat was first worn by women during the British Raj. Jinnana Devi, sister-in-law of Rabindranath Tagore, crafted the Nivi drape to pander to Victorian sensibilities which compromised comfort over modesty. She borrowed the blouse and petticoat as a means of fitting into a British-dominated social structure while maintaining an Indian identity. Suniti Devi, grandmother of Maharani Gayatri Devi, adopted this free-flowing avatar, albeit complete with elaborate blouses. She also introduced chiffons to the royal houses. This put the sari on its modern trajectory and nationwide acceptability. 
Saris today are enjoying what many consider their golden age. The latest chapter in sari history is one filled with gorgeous innovations and fusion fashion. Hope you enjoyed sari saga through the ages. Thanks for listening to the history of the sari.